What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. <laughs> Clint, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just asked Clint a question, and I asked him if he remembered the lion from... <laughs> she asked me if I remembered the lion from The Witch of Oz, and... I, I'm trying to think about it. I was very, I didn't know what she meant. <laughs> I mean, there's lines in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and there's lines in The Wizard of Oz. Okay, so. so my real question is, do you remember the lion from The Wizard of Oz? Yes, the cowardly lion. Okay, what do you if, remember about him? He had no courage, and he was very bashful and shy and just not wasn't your atypical lion. Um, he wanted to be, but also he was very flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not have said that, but now remembering and you saying that, yeah, that that's true. <laughs> so when we talk about etymology, the word courage actually comes from the word heart. And when I think of the lion, I think of the word heart or love is kind of what comes up for me. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it makes sense at the end when the wizard gives him his courage. It's a, no, that's a tin man with a heart clock. It's a, the lion gets a scroll of courage. But my thought process just went sideways on that one. So I haven't watched The Wizard of Oz since I was young and somebody told me about that person hanging mm -hmm. in that movie. And that was like, I went there just to go see that. Mm -hmm. This is back when we had VHSs because I remember sitting there and like rewinding and fast forwarding <laughs> to try to see it. Like how sadistic is that, right? I know. But it was one of those things. I remember my mom had a copy of the Disney movie, um, The Little Mermaid, mm -hmm. where there's like a, a Johnson inside of the castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. have that one? Yep. Had that one. Or the uh, priest who marries Ariel and I forget the guy's name. But he has a an erection while he's marrying them. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm, never knew about that. Yep. That's um kind of the preface for how sick and twisted Disney has become, <laughs> I think. So we're off topic here. <laughs> the the word courage actually means that you have the willingness to act in the presence of fear. And I think that a lot of the times, you know, I've discussed in the past how misconstrued the word hero is in the realm of first responders. And how important it is for us to understand the root word and to understand what the importance of these words are as it pertains to the actual action and not necessarily the social understanding because the social understanding of a lot of these words is oftentimes incorrect. And that's just based on a lack of education. Like people aren't interested in going back and understanding on a philosophical level what it is that these words actually mean, which is really a shame because words are all that we have. Words, we're, we are the speaking beings. We are able to distinguish ourselves as humans. We are able to be our truest selves because we have the ability to share and to speak and to learn in that way. And it's actually funny. I was just having a conversation with one of my partners about not specifically heroism or words or anything to that nature, but more so of 
adrenaline and and how adrenaline associates to for us we can construe it as courage or we can construe it as just a, like something we strive for but my in in my department like we're so busy and we go through so much all the time we were just talking about those adrenaline spikes and dumps and and everything associated to it and going to a major crime scene and or going to man with the gun calls where you starting out you get these adrenaline spikes like it just it goes through the roof but then you get the dumps afterwards where after doing it for 14, 15 years, you just don't get those very much. And and we started talking about more so of how it's it's almost become a, a normal thing. And I'm not saying kind of looping back around is there's not fear associated to those because there's always a fear, but it's a healthy fear because that enables you to act more efficiently and productive when it comes to controlling that situation in general. Uh, But we still, especially in law enforcement, you strive to find things to get you those adrenaline spikes. And it's such an addicting thing. And I'm not saying in a bad way, but it is you start feeding off of it more and more. And there's such a healthy fear associated to it because once you go into those situations with too much confidence and too much, like, I don't want to say charisma, but I guess that would, for a lack of a better term right now, that that would be that instance where if you didn't have any fear at all, you're more susceptible of getting yourself hurt or killed. Yeah, and as you're talking about this, something that just struck me was that we don't always realize how experience is truly one of the best forms of education because it's not necessarily, Oh, I have 14, 15 years of doing these things. And it's all these high risk things that essentially require a great deal of courage. You still need that level of courage, but the level of courage that's required, I think starts to dwindle down because of that experience that you have. And I think it's mostly that training that's implemented because you know, being on different scenes, having high risk calls, having having these protests that turn into riots and like all the things that have happened in the past several years inadvertently create experience for for everybody. Right. Not just not just you as a, an officer, or a first responder involved, but even the public. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it would have been far fetched here living in California to say that somebody can go into uh, Walgreens and steal hundreds and hundreds of dollars of things. And essentially like, it's not a big deal, Mm -hmm. right? That would have been like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. And so we start to become acclimated to these sorts of things as, as we move through this really strange realm that I think we're living in right now. And I think it's important to understand that courage is very important for all of us. And a lot of that courage will become easier with education. And of course, that education as it pertains to being a first responder is in tandem with the training that you continue to have. And experience and and just further progressing throughout your career. It's like, I, I really, I couldn't tell you specifics about my first man gun call that I ever went to or my first homicide scene, or uh, I've been to countless countless of these scenes after my firsts that they've all just kind of melded away because there's been so many, but it's, 
you you do remember your physical response as you're the first one to show up on scene and you're the first one to take action or you're you're the first one to see the suspect that possibly has the gun and you you notice the changes that happen in your body and that the fear associated to it and you're not thinking about the fear and that's where that training comes into play because it's so been so ingrained into your system in itself that you your body still reacts there's nerves to it but there's still it's it's you keep moving forward you're not running away from it and that's what the difference between having a someone who's able to respond to that stuff in this particular environment and someone who's not because not everybody is made up to do that either and that's a great point because there's also the opposite which is people who lack the willingness when it comes to the word courage to act in the presence of fear. And what's coming up for me is a controversial topic of particular police departments who did not take action on a particular school shooting or those videos that we see where there's a woman being raped in a bathroom and tons of people walking by and nobody does anything. And It just seems that people have their own prerogatives and whatever the excuses are, I believe that they are just excuses where they are unwilling to act in the presence of fear. And when we see an increase in that, then we're starting to see an increase in all of the things that we don't want, right? All of the violent crimes, all of the the homicides, all of the domestic disputes, all of the, you know, it goes all the way up the ladder to all this political mumble jumble. And so it's important for us to understand that I think that courage also has a lot to do with our moral compass. And I think that's a great, a great strategy, a great tool for us to be able to use when it comes to the people or the agencies or the employers or the friends or even the, the companies that we do business with. I think it's great to be able to use that as a compass to move forward when it comes to the people that we want to or do not want to engage with. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.